Tell us about the the igloo tag. What is it and why is it important? So the igloo tag is best known as a sort of piece of paper that often accompanies uh, Inuit sculptures, sometimes wall hangings and baskets, um, to prove their authenticity. The trademark itself was registered by the federal government in 1958 and um served as a protection to a burgeoning art market uh, for Inuit um, that was being threatened by um, sort of mass-produced, cast-molded, fake, and fraudulent work. Um, it also served as an export permit to send works overseas and has become internationally recognized as uh, an authenticity symbol. And it's really forward-thinking in a lot of ways, um, particularly as artists today are not only faced with the threats of fraud, uh, and forgery, but also for Indigenous artists in particular, uh, cultural appropriation and theft. So uh, the igloo tag has a lot of importance and a long, long history uh, for Inuit artists. So, so this was something that started, you know, a number of years ago when, when you know, I guess what we could call the Inuit art industry or actually started. Why is this, this trademark, why is it still important today? That's a great question. Um, I think that it's still important, uh, number one, because Inuit artists have told us that it's still important to them. We've done extensive discussions around the Inuit Art Foundation taking over the trademark from the federal government uh, last year. Um, And Inuit artists, uh, particularly those working in visual arts and sculptures, were fairly unanimous in saying that it was a really important symbol to them of their work um, that goes out into the world. Uh, Inuit tend to live in uh, communities that are isolated from the sort of larger international art market and so often don't have as much direct control over what happens to their pieces once they leave their communities uh, through distribution systems. And so, and conversely, collectors don't have as much access to the artists uh, as they would potentially for other artists um, who are maybe more accessible in a variety of ways. And so the trademark serves as a sort of intermediary um, that guarantees that the work ha- was done by the person who was listed and was done by an Inuit artist. Um, some of Inuit artists' most kind of iconic uh, works like polar bears, Inuksuit sculptures that are fairly ubiquitous are also uh, fairly ubiquitously copied. And so uh, I think increasingly collectors want to know that they're really supporting uh, Inuit artists uh, who are making real uh, original work. And conversely, for the artists, uh, it's important for them to know that their work has protection. We also now know, thanks to a a study that was released by Indigenous and Northern Affairs, that um, each igloo tag adds about $117 in perceived customer value to each work. So the trademark adds on in aggregate about $3.5 million annually to the Inuit art economy, uh, which is huge. So, so that's you know astounding. You're talking about it protects the artist, the collector. It increases the the perceived values of the work. But the tag is being reimagined now, and, and one of the Canadian provinces, the Canadian province of Ontario, was actually uh, almost given almost a hundred thousand dollars to help the development of this tag. Tell us how that money is going to help, sort of the plan that you guys have and how you go forward. 
Mm-hmm. We're so thankful to the government of Ontario for this uh, grant from their Indigenous Economic Development Fund. Um, as I said, the trademark is hugely important and has a very, very long legacy, but it is 60 years old. And so it had never previously been managed by an Inuit organization or, in fact, an Inuk. And so um, that has changed now. And the art market has changed. Uh, and Inuit artists have changed and their their work has grown and expanded. And so what the funding from the government allows us to do is from Toronto, where our offices are located, to reimagine how the trademark can continue to uh, fulfill its function while also um, being updated for today's market. That includes everything from updating the actual trademark itself which now says Inuit arts rather than a sort of more outdated uh, terminology uh, to conducting consultations with artists uh, who have never really been asked before what what else they would like the trademark to do uh, or how else might it be used. So we're looking to potentially expand out a list of uh, ways that it could be used, ways that it could be licensed. There's not a large urban Inuit population in um, Ontario. I mean, there are certainly Inuit populations in Ottawa and Toronto, as well as throughout the province, but, you know, certainly not as much as compared to in the north. But, you know, those artists are completely cut off from access to the trademark, as are Inuit artists throughout southern Canada and in Nunatsiavut and Labrador in the west, uh, and who aren't working through major distribution systems. And we know, as I said, that the trademark has huge financial value as well as all of these other benefits. And this funding will really allow us to increase that market access for Inuit much more broadly, uh, which will help raise up everybody. And I think that that's really important. And we'll certainly be, be following it as it evolves in the months ahead. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.